Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hey. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, 100% reason to remember the name. Here's the kneel down. The spectacular, thrilling, Magical season has reached its peak. A historic day for the Brotherhood. On a glorious December Saturday afternoon, with Bison fans all roaring together, wearing the black and gold in McKinney, Texas. December 16th, 2023. We will never forget this date. The final record is 15-0. And number 391 in program history is the sweetest one yet. Paul Simmons Bisons are on top of the D2 football world. Let the celebration begin. The Harding Bisons are the 2023 NCAA Division II National Champions. Final score, Harding 38, Colorado School of Mines 7. All right, so it sounded at the end. That was uh, the broadcast from Harding, obviously, if you didn't catch up on that. That's uh, Billy Morgan on the call, and uh, what a great great way to finish it, my goodness. And we are here at Harding University celebrating with the national champions. Appreciate Coach letting us bask in a little bit of their glow today and celebrate their accomplishment. And we're going to talk more with Coach Simmons here in a bit. We've also got uh, their leading tackler coming up next. We're going to talk to... Clark Griffin in just a few minutes. We've got a couple other folks who are going to come on. Nate Wall is going to join us. Defensive end from Bryant. We've got the president of the university calling up. Got the AD in the house. I mean, we're having a big day here, Coach. This is fun. And I know it's a tough time because everybody's gone home for Christmas break. i got one of your students sitting uh, sitting home right now, probably just rolling out of bed. But uh, he called me yesterday. He's like, he's like uh, what, what are we doing for lunch? And I was like, well, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm eating right now. I said, what do you worry about lunch for then? He said, this is breakfast. I'm like, it's 11.15, son. I know you're on Christmas break, but golly, what is going on? I'm like, we're not doing lunch in, in an hour. Sorry. So we just we just made cookies, so it was fine. Anyway, uh, Coach, we're going to do a quick red-white report, and then we'll get back talking about your team, and I'm looking forward to meeting your linebacker. You've told us a lot about him and uh, just met uh, Uncle Roddy. Now we'll get a chance to meet the nephew here in a minute. But let's get to our red-white report real quick. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right. Um, over the weekend, a couple of moves for Arkansas, nailing down a verbal commitment at defensive back, a Tennessee transfer. And his name is Danico Slaughter. Slaughter. You, cool. you got to like that for a defensive guy. Yeah. He yeah. should be a linebacker, though. Yeah. Well, at six foot one ninety, he wouldn't be a very big one. But, you know, size does not always matter. I mean, that's what I've been told. I mean, as a guy who, you know, didn't even make it to six feet, I guess um, I'm cool with this guy being whatever he is. But maybe he hits real hard. I don't know. Or covers really well. Covers really well. It must be it. Played a bunch of football, that's for sure. 42 games, 14 starts at Tennessee over four years. 87 tackles. Uh, one pick. It's not very good. Uh, but anyway, started seven out of 12 games as a junior. Also, Arkansas got a kicker. From Hawaii. And I got to say, I don't want this kid. I don't want this kid at Arkansas. I mean, that's not very smart, is it? No. I have to worry about this kid's mental capacity. If you transfer, I just came back from Hawaii. And, if, and no offense to Fayetteville, it is beautiful. I love the whole state of Arkansas. But if you transfer from Hawaii to go to Arkansas, I go anywhere. I mean, there's really not a school where you're like, oh, no. yeah, that's way better. He should have put in there that he failed out or something. You know, he something. got kicked out of school. They got a five-star kicker, and he doesn't have a job anymore or something because he was punting and kicking for them. From Hawaii. Matthew Shipley. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he's good. 14-18, long of 51, 30-31 on PATs. Pretty good. 
So he says, I got there and really love the campus. I will say, probably the University of Hawaii campus is not any nicer than Arkansas. No. But, but, you know. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Beaches. The air is so dewy Sunset. sweet, you don't even have to lick the stamps. I mean, it's a beautiful place. But, hey, good for him. Uh, all right, we talked about. They also got an offensive lineman. Oh, yeah, that's San right. Jose State. We can get him on tomorrow, he yeah, said? Yeah, I'm going to try to get him on this week. What's his name? Uh, Carmona. Carmona? Carmona is his last name. That sounds made up. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I didn't have a note on him. Yeah, big guy. Uh, played a lot. Is I think he? He was one of the uh, top uh, offensive linemen in the portal. So that was, okay. was a good get. That's that good. was their second big-time offensive lineman to get. They needed that. All right, well, real quick, let's talk hoops. And Arkansas, of course, busy, busy over the weekend in North Little Rock. And the women... Getting a victory against Samford, and then the men knocking off Lipscomb. Just another day at the office for Eric Musselman's bunch. Wes, uh, just a cruise to victory over the Bisons, the other Bisons. Yeah, it was. Uh, they were cruising for a while until about the 12 minute mark of the second half. They were up 20, and then all of a sudden. Uh, Lipscomb threw a zone on them, and it was like they had never seen a zone, even though in the first half that same zone was very ineffective. But in the second half, it was very effective. Missed a bunch of shots, no rebounds, offensive rebounds. The next thing you know, Lipscomb went on a nice run, and it was a one-point game. Arkansas made some clutch plays down the stretch, plays that they needed to make, and they held on to win and uh, got the victory. Coach Musselman was not in a good mood after the game, I'll tell you that. Uh, he was not happy that they won. Uh, he was not pleased with the performance. But they got the win, and he said that they will be back at practice today, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, before taking on Abilene Christian. For the women, Mike Neighbors' group came out, and they uh, couldn't buy a basket, man. No, actually, they hit the first three of the game, and he thought, here they go. They're going to roll, and then they couldn't make anything. And open looks, open layups, missing everything. They finally settled down and started playing good basketball and got out of there with the win also. Eric Musselman on the blown lead for Arkansas. They escaped by the hair on their chinny-chin-chins. Well, first of all, in the past, we've done a really good job of milking shot clock when we get up like that. A lot of people don't understand it. Tonight's a great example of why you do it. I let them play. Should a clock manage better? Again, you know, you think with the veteran team that you'll be able to get good shots on goal. That wasn't the case tonight. Got to get a lot better in, in so many areas. He does sound unhappy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also did get uh, Menafield some time. Cleared to play, got his waiver, and jumped right in. Almost 19 minutes, a couple of points, three rebounds, two assists, no turnovers, and certainly turning the ball over was an issue for Arkansas with 14 in the game. Again, you shoot 53% and you escape with a victory? It's a little bit concerning. Anyway, here's Coach on the new addition. Yeah, I thought it was important to get him in the game. I mean, that was the, the plan was to play him somewhere between, you know, 15 and, and 20 minutes, and, and he got 18. Thought, it, you know, he's active, he's bouncy, he's, he is a reactor to loose balls. You know, it's, it's hard to be thrown into a game 10 games in, but, you know, I think his quickness, his willingness to be a ball distributor can, can help us. And then last thing here, and we'll get some, some more here in a bit, um, but... Arkansas certainly has had a record under Coach Musselman of turning things around after slow starts, or maybe not slow starts always, but uh, there's always head-scratching moments, it seems like. They have a stretch of four, five, six games where it's like, uh, what is going on? Anyway, here he is on uh, their past success and, and trying to do it again. Every team's different. Every team's got its own personality. I'm not going to have dinner with, with Mariah and, and Danielle and say, hey, we got, we'll, we'll be all right. We're going to figure it out. I'm not, I'm not under that mindset just because it's happened in the past. We've got to play better in so many areas. We'll keep coaching, and then uh, hope, hopefully you get some execution on the floor. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think the narrative of, you know, it's happened in the past. Um, I mean, we played really good basketball against Purdue. In an exhibition game, we played really good basketball against, uh, you know, Duke. And um, and then we got to get better in, in all all the other games. Mm-hmm. Definitely do. All right, we'll talk more about uh, that in just a bit. We are joined now not only by Paul Simmons, head coach here at Hardy McClark Griffin, their uh, starting linebacker, and congratulations on the national championship. Those are good words to hear, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So when you guys started camp, I'm, we're sitting here in the indoor where a lot of the work gets done through the season. You guys. Thinking about a national championship potentially? Honestly, yes. Um, I remember sitting actually in 
one of our D linemen's house, and we're just kind of sitting there talking, and we're just going down the list. Like, yeah, like we, I, I don't think anyone can play with us this year. And after that first game, and then we just, we kind of knew once our defense kind of shut down, um, the guy at Southern Nazarene who was up for all these awards that it was we had something special and we could do it. So. We, uh, we've always kind of believed that this this could be it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, you guys also escaped in a couple of games, making just you only got to make one more play sometimes on the other team. One point wins in the playoffs. What, what do you think that lesson taught you guys, or did it help you? Do you think going down the stretch here in these last couple of games that you guys won comfortably? Yeah, I think uh, just those games being so close, those inches are won in practice, and uh, we 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 played. We played really well in those games, and it all, like big games always come down to those last few plays, and mm-hmm. we made the plays and they didn't, and I think that comes with preparation, and so yeah, I think, I think that's how, that's kind of how that uh, played out. Yeah, us. you were part of a dominating defense this year. You guys were top five in total defense and scoring defense. I think you guys were second by just you know percentage point or you know decimal, just like um, two tenths of a point maybe a game or something ridiculous. But um, anyway. Uh, what was the key in your mind? What's the key to your success? We talk a lot about the offense and the uniqueness of their approach. What's what's so great about the defense? What works so well with what you guys do? Um, I think our scheme is great, but it also comes down to like our players and our unity as a defense. When everyone's on the same page, we're pretty hard to beat. And I think this group, we just gelled really well, and everyone was super close, and everyone knew what that other guy next to them was going to do, and they were going to do their job. So in return, if you do yours, good things are going to happen for us. I haven't been in the locker room. I haven't been part of your team this year. And I'm watching that drive to start the game, and I'm like, uh-oh. Do you guys have any uh-oh? Or do you feel okay even after they drove it right down the field? No, we never panic. I mean, we're, we just came down the side, covered, came over to the sidelines, talked a few things out, and then, I mean, we knew if we... We just did our job, and we didn't do that the first drive. And yeah. it was everything. I mean, they had a few good plays, but it was a lot of what we didn't do. So I felt like uh, once we once we all kind of got on the same page, settled in, and we'd be fine. You guys never discussed before the game like it would be rude to shut them out in a national championship game, right? You didn't say, hey, let's give, let's let them have one drive. Right? You didn't yeah. do that? No, sir. Okay, that was not, not part of it. All right. <laughs> Tell me about checking. your uh, journey here to, to Harding. Um. So I recruited here a little bit out of high school my dad played here uh uncle grandfather um been around the program a lot and i went to uh, i decided to go to alabama out of high school and you told harding no for alabama <laughs> yeah i mean it's just i don't know i my it was close to home then and i just felt like that was right then and then after after the national championship game in 21 i just kind of stepped away for a little bit and then uh, I decided, like, I kind of want something different, and I wanted to be able to make an impact on a team. And so I entered the transfer portal, and uh, this was obviously a top top spot for me to be just because I knew I trusted the people here, and I knew, like, I'd, I'd be given a shot. Like, if I, if I can play, I can play. So I knew that the, I'd be given a shot, especially at the size that I am. Uh, most people probably wouldn't give me a shot. So I knew coming here I'd be given an opportunity and if I earned it I earned it so um decided to come here and it's been the best decision I've ever made so what was your how much involvement did you have at Alabama as a walk-on what were you able to do I mean were you suited up in in these like did you go to the championship game yeah so I we as a walk-on we went to every like we dressed at home games and then we uh practiced during the week obviously and then we traveled to the bowl games and we dressed at the bowl games so okay. yeah so you were on the sideline during a championship game Yes, sir. It was pretty cool. Did that experience give you any benefit at all this weekend, you think, being a part of that big stage? Um, I think just being there and having all the distractions at both spots, just knowing how to deal with distractions and just just trying to keep the main thing the main thing, which is the game. So uh, I think being there the last two years while I was at Alabama kind of – I mean, I talked to some of uh, our, our teammates, and I was just like, like, yeah, this is awesome, but, like, nothing, nothing's better than winning that game. Like – so you know, I gotta I gotta make sure I get a look at that uh, national championship ring from Alabama and make sure that the license new ring is bigger than that one. That's gonna be a challenge, <laughs> but we gotta we gotta get that done. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's the most important thing you took away from your experience at Alabama and applied here? Um, I'd probably just say the the discipline of showing up every day, like um, 
it's going to be tough, um, and especially there. Like, I mean, I wasn't getting the reward of playing, so showing up every day. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Just knowing knowing your role and whatever that role is, taking it and running with it. So coming here, I mean, if I played or if I didn't, just showing up every day and just keep working. You talked about the scout team and, and coach scout team that the defense sees each week has to be important for y'all because your offense they're not going to see that ever in a game and what they're seeing these defensive guys are seeing on offense uh, uh, from opponents your scout team has to be awesome well you know that's you know there are incredible benefits to the flex bone on saturday but through the week it's very challenging because we don't we don't work versus ourselves we don't we don't go 11 on 11 i mean the very first time that we'll run a blitz live is in our first ball game mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't scrimmage we don't and so yeah you know our our scout team guys are there there are a few freshmen but most of them are are older really good players and and it's our it's our you know our OC our you know our best coaches are running those huddles and we have a, a 10 minute period of what we call co-op and and we'll run 24 plays uh, of good on good um, to begin practice every day and that's the only thing that we do together we don't go past go together we don't I mean the whole thing is very very unique I mean and and it's a really a, it's a big challenge for us to get our defense ready but on Saturday. Uh, it, it's worth it, without a doubt. Um, you know, the, the first year we went to it, I was I was totally against it. I mean, the flex bone is not a good idea for all these reasons. I was dead wrong, and I, I'll never forget our first game was against SAU, and and in and, and fall camp it had been so bumped. We put were putting the ball on the ground, it was a complete mess. I thought, all right, here we go, it's going to be a mess. And our first drive, you know, lasted like 16 plays, and our defense stood there for over half the first quarter, and I thought. This is crazy. Are we going to get to play today? I mean, it was uh, unbelievable. But, you know, you talk about playing complimentary football, um, the way we do things um, defensively and, and, you know, possessing the football uh, is just a, is a great, great combination, without a doubt. Talking to Paul Simmons and uh, Clark Griffin, if you're just tuning in, and, you know, Clark, you know, you, you refer to your size, so I'll follow up on that. 5'9", 185 is what you're listed. Um, <laughs> He's smiling. And you just led the national champion team in tackles. How did you become a linebacker in the first place? Because, you, you, I mean, I look at you and I'm thinking safety or corner. What, how did you decide I'm a linebacker? Well, just growing up, I'd always played linebacker. I like playing in the box. Um, I'm not – I like – in high school, I was one of the smaller guys as well, and I just felt like I'd – just all the reps I took there that like when I went to college like that's what I wanted to do like I don't I don't want to change positions I'm, I'm comfortable there I'm in the middle playing pass and run most of the time and mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know I it's kind of stuck with me yeah so. you know I you know I, I'll jump in because he wouldn't say this but you know Clark is the ultimate competitor I mean he has got so much defiance so much dog in him uh, I mean, not surprisingly, I haven't seen it, but apparently he was a he was the closer on a really good baseball team. Cause just just that's just just grit. It's grit. It's mm-hmm. toughness. It's belief. Um, and when he came and visited, I mean, I, I never forget. We got in my truck and we rode, and we're both duck hunters, so we rode some back roads and we talked. And you know, I was trying to trying to explain to him all the differences about Harding and and all of the things that won't be the same as where he had been. But he, he didn't care. He, he really only had one question, and that question was, is, Coach, will I get a chance? Mm-hmm. If, if I'm the guy, will I get a chance? Will, 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 you know, I'm 5'7", I'm 5'8". I'm if I'm the guy, will I get a chance? That, that's all he cared about because, mm-hmm. you know, in his heart, he's a competitor. He's a competitor. He's a warrior. He's a winner, and he, he is never going to be happy watching somebody else play that he thinks is better than. And I, I, I guarantee you... He believes, he believes that that he's better than that six three, two hundred fifty pound middle linebacker at, at Alabama. He's, it's just the way he's built, and that's what makes him really special. He's led us in tackles two years in a row, and it's not even close. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. And the bigger the game, the better he is. Um, you know, he just is. A, he has got a unique God given ability to be in the right place at the right time, and he's special. Clark, let me ask you about uh, being in Harding. First. And again, it's not a knock on Alabama. It's just that it's a unique situation. I mean, you accept certain things when you go to Harding 
that you don't have to do at other schools. I mean, there are certain there's a code you have to live by here. Um, did that concern you? Did that attract you? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you knew all the backstory on it with all the family members who've been through it before. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I knew all the I knew all the background and what I was what was going to be required of me when I came here, and I kind of I like I was looking for something more structured, mm-hmm. just coming from Alabama. So I I felt like it was just kind of a the perfect fit for me. Yeah. Well, it's not for everybody. It's a tough deal. Yeah. I mean, you you have to you have to live up to a standard. And I'm mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a Church of Christer, but I wouldn't have made it here one semester. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not the kind of guy you were looking to recruit, coach. Let me tell you that. And I'm not talking about the football part. But uh, I mean, I think it's really cool. And, and people I know who have gone here over the years, they embrace that. And they're like, we know what we you know. For some people on the outside looking, in, it's like I wouldn't want to do that, or I wouldn't want to not be able to do that. But people who come here, they accept that and they embrace that. And you're right. I mean, do you think there's a a disciplinary sort of connection there as far as the personal discipline you have to have to live up to that code on and off the field? Well, I'll tell you, the first thing I want to say, you make me laugh, Justin. Um, <laughs> you know, certainly um, there, there is a different standard for, for how we want our entire campus to be. But I'll also say this, and, and this is a big shout-out to our new president. There, there also is a, is a uh, uh, we are growing in our grace. How about that? Yeah. You know, we're... We we certainly are the, the direction of this administration is is moving in, in a direction that I love and that's to be to be more full of grace um, and that's that's not just code for it's hard to get kicked out I mean uh, it's uh, we we're, we're moving in an awesome direction in that way um, but you know what when we recruit um, uh, you know there there might have been a day I think when hey let's Let's kind of uh, gloss over the the chapel and the Bible class and some of that, and, and then get them here, and then you know, um, and then we'll let them know, you know. But it, it that that is exactly opposite right now. If we have a giant prospect camp, it starts with me addressing that group and saying, "Men, you need to understand a hundred percent. Harding University is here to be a place." Uh, where young men and women learn to be Christian servants. That is that's that is why we're here. And Harding football will always mirror that. We are in the business of raising up Christian fathers and Christian husbands. This place is not perfect whatsoever, but that is the mission. And what's funny is the statement has always been: if you come here and you and you go to war for us and you're an All-American and 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 you're all conference and and do all these things, and if we win a national championship. But nobody modeled to you what it means to um, to to serve by putting yourself behind everybody else's needs to 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 come through as a husband and a father. If we did, if all those things didn't happen, and you're a national champion, then we failed. We have failed in our job, and we don't want to fail. Um, and and so now that's 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 come through. Now we're national champions, and I and I, I would repeat again that if. If we're national champions, but nobody modeled Christ to our young men, then the whole thing was a complete failure. Clark, what are you uh, what are you going to do now? The next couple weeks here for Christmas break, you going home? You going to hang around here for a while? What are you doing? Uh, I'll probably be duck hunting for the next few days, then I'll head home for Christmas, and then come back and do some more of the same. So. Yeah. Yes, sir. So, are you guys tired? Or are you ready for spring football already? I mean, what, what's the mentality? I mean, you just you just accomplished the ultimate goal at this level. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely time for a little break, but uh, Amen. Uh, <laughs> we'll, when spring ball rolls around, it'll roll around. So, yeah. what, think, what are you studying here besides uh, ducks? <laughs> I'm a business management major. So okay. What's, what's your plan long term? Long term, uh, probably want to go in like property development stuff like that, real estate. So, mm-hmm. tell me about your internship last summer. Oh yeah, uh, I interned in. Birmingham, England, and did like a, a real estate fe- feasibility project for a big like apartment uh, complex over there. Okay. For uh, a soccer club that they're trying to kind of build up, um, kind of taking the, the structure of the MLS here and trying to take that over there and kind of uh, increase the uh, fan like like just basically everything around the stadium they're trying to the experience around yeah, there yeah exactly I never thought the experiment. I never thought the people in England would steal our soccer ideas but that's cool <laughs> whatever yeah. what do you like better Birmingham Alabama or Birmingham England uh 
Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, I like that. There you go. Stay true to home. That's good. Mm -hmm. Listen, go ahead. I have one question. When the offense, and they're known for it, these 10-minute drives, and there was one in the championship, what are you guys doing on on, on the sideline of the defense? Well, I can't lie. When I first came here, like the first few games, I hated it. But now, like just being able to sit there and watch them, I mean, it gives out like we're rested. Like when we go out there, we're fresh, ready to go. So, uh, like it's a blessing, and I love it. So it's we're we're sitting there, like just run that clock, <laughs> run that clock. Yeah, no doubt. Well, congrats. Enjoy it. I uh, hope you get a bunch of ducks, and uh, you know, I hope you guys really appreciate what you've done and. Uh, you will get this question not too far down the road, but obviously you can't help, I would think, with everything you guys have coming back, thinking maybe we can make another run at this next year. Run it back, baby. Run it back. <laughs> run it back. We'll let you worry about that later. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your break, and uh, congrats. Thank you. All right. It's Clark Griffin, the uh, leading tackler for the national champion Parting Bisons. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it, Coach? You like that? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's get it. I love it. <laughs> All right, we've got to hit a break. It's 11.31 as we go into the timeout. I uh, want to mention our friends over at Cash in Little Rock. And again, boy, great place to celebrate a national championship or just waking up in the morning. If you're uh, looking for a place to grab a great lunch or a romantic dinner, or a group of friends getting out, it's a great time of year, certainly with the holidays. Cash in Little Rock, happy to help. And they've also got a great space if you want to throw a party for a champion, maybe. Hold up to 150 upstairs. 501-850-0265. A lot of great dining options. And they've also got valet parking at Cash downtown as well. So, uh, again, if you're looking for a bite to eat over the lunch hour or a dinner spot uh, or you're looking for a private event location, it is a great one. They've got that bio room that can hold about 30 folks and then upstairs up to 150 comfortably at Cash. So, really, just about any event you've got going will work. And they are happy to host you. Give them a holler. 501-850-0265 or online at cashlittlerock.com. C-A-C-H-E, littlerock.com. Chance and chumps, right? Nope. Game balls and jockstraps. It's Monday, not Friday. Game balls and jockstraps coming up after the break. Stay tuned. Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas defeated Lipscomb and North Woodrock, beating them 69-66. Arkansas led by 20 points with 10.53 left in the game, but allowed a 21-2 run by the Bisons to let them within one point. The Razorbacks ultimately closed the game out. The game saw the debut of Washington transfer Keon Menefield Jr., who was granted a waiver by the NCAA on Friday. He had two points, three rebounds, and two assists in 19 minutes. Arkansas's next game will be on Thursday when they host Abilene Christian. For more Arkansas basketball content, listen to Eric Musman Live tonight on the Buzz at 7 o'clock. And the Woodrock Trojans host Murray State tonight at the Jack Stevens Center. Tip for that game is set for 6.30. Radio coverage will be on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. If you choose to drink and drive, here are the consequences. You will go to jail because you've committed a crime. You will be restricted to driving with an ignition interlock. Your actions can cost you thousands of dollars. You could kill or injure yourself or others. Think about the consequences. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. 
factory trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Need a new ride for the big game or a new tailgate to party on? Get in the game at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville and score every time. Hundreds of vehicles to choose from, from test drive to touchdown. Guatney Chevrolet is in it to win your business. Guatney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White in Jacksonville, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Call us at 982-2102 or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Kevin Harlan here from Westwood One, and coming up Monday, it's the Seahawks hosting the Eagles. At 10-3, quarterback Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia have seen their hopes for the top NFC playoff seed put in jeopardy with back-to-back losses. Now they travel to one of the toughest road settings to face the Seahawks. Join me and Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner from Seattle for Monday Night Football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus in President State. We're lawful to wager. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. First online real money wager only $5 dollar pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT-STEP to 5343 New York. You're back in the zone, live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network and online at 1037thebuzz.com. I'm on an island. And you see Mitchell took the center. He's shaking bad. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. He's in convulsions right now. Oh, my goodness. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a caddy's touch landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a caddy's touch landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Well, uh, that was Bryce Mitchell being knocked out, unfortunately, over the weekend in a very, very scary moment in the ring, in, or the octagon. And he spoke afterwards, and I mean, look, I don't know if I should give him a game ball or what, or give his opponent a game ball for landing a pretty good shot, but I will give him a game ball for at least having the presence of mind to consider maybe, maybe I need to do something else. Now, again, that may just be reactionary, and he's had a lot of success in his career, so maybe it's a little early to be thinking about hanging it up, but uh, this was him after his loss over the weekend to Josh Emmett. Hey, I want to let everybody know that I'm okay. I want to thank y'all so much for watching, and I've just been so blessed this weekend. I cannot complain about anything, and really where I messed up is a poor strategy. So my strategy was stick to the jab, make my reads, work my feet, kind of sit on the outside, but that put me to where I'm not putting that forward pressure that I really like to put and it also made me look like uh, timid you know and that's not how I fight I fight very aggressive and so I encourage anybody who's got a fight in their life not just a fist fight I'm talking about any type of fight be aggressive and attack it because at least if you go down and you lose that battle you're going to know you fought and you went head on towards it and so uh, just a bad strategy by me tonight That's Bryce Mitchell, Harding, 
student. I don't know if he's still going to school up here. Coach, you know, is he done? Yeah, not here anymore. But spent some time up here this way and uh, giving a little advice to folks taking a challenge on. And certainly the Bisons football team attacked their challenge just like that. They obviously get the biggest game ball of all from over the weekend. I'm going to give a game ball to two teams that are part of the worst division in football, maybe. Uh, no Saint, doubt. Saints. NFC South. The, the Saints, you have to pile on. The Saints won over the weekend against the, could they be? The Giants, right? Yeah, Giants. Oh, yeah. That's my uh, jockstrap. It's a good lead-in. Go ahead and finish. And also the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look like world beaters right now. They're rolling. So they, uh, they're they going to match up here in a couple of weeks. But uh, I give a game ball to them. They're holding serve. You know, listen, you don't have to be the best team in the league. You've got to be the best team in a bad division. And they're on their way. They're now 500 on the season. Yeah. So take that. My uh, jockstrap will go to the uh, Giants quarterback, Tommy DeVito. I love he, Tommy DeVito. Tommy was taking the, the uh, league by storm, you know, after his uh, great performance against the Packers. Well, Congelios, Congeli, Conge, this you're Italian. Who is this? Con, Connie Gilos? Connie Gilos? Pizza. Connie Gilos. Coniglio's Pizzeria. Okay. Just like that. It's in uh, New Jersey. says it no longer will have Tommy DeVito at its restaurant every Tuesday. They said they were told his fee has increased from $10,000 to $20,000 after beating the Packers. And the uh, little restaurant can't afford to have him there every week now. Listen, that's business. I mean... Come on, DeVito. That's his agent. That's not Tommy. That's where he's going to step up and go lie. I like going to this pizza place. They're giving me $10,000. I'm not too big for my pants. Well, you shouldn't change the deal halfway through. No. I mean, the season's almost over. That's a bad look. I agree with that. Bad. Yep. Bad okay. Uh, the uh, This has just come out. The final AFCA Division II coaches poll is out, Coach. Um, Harding was ranked number one what? in the country. Got him. Got him, baby. Got him. <laughs> Who's voting on this thing? It's crazy talk. Who was number two? Number two. It was Colorado School of Mines. Yeah, it should have been. Grand Valley State was three. Lenore Ryan, four. You agree with that? Who's the best team you play this year, in your opinion? Oh, Grand Valley. Yeah, Grand Valley. Grand Valley was, they were really, really elite. You know, we, we had those two first-round games that were both one-point games, and they were so they were so opposite. You know, you know, Central Missouri, you know, their guy, their guy won the Harlan Hill this year. You know, he set all kind of records, and you know they were they were fantastic on offense. And then the next week, Grand Valley was just a bunch of murders on defense. You know, uh, to win a game seven to six where the ball was not turned over on either side is is, is wild. That is crazy. You want to hear something crazier? Yes, so, sir. I Central got a, Missouri was six, by the way. Okay, finished six. Yeah, I got a jock strap for the University of Louisiana. Now you were busy over trying to see this game over the weekend. They lost to Jacksonville State 34-31. Can you imagine your defense scoring not once, not twice, but three times in a game and losing? That's a long day. Buddy, they are channeling the University of Iowa in a big-time way now. How about that? Come on, Cajuns. You score three defensive touchdowns and you don't win the game? What are you doing? Pretty pathetic. Also, I will give a game ball, even though they didn't cover, and... We don't probably do a lot of that around here, but I will say this. They didn't cover because it was a rainstorm, but App State found a way to win in the uh, Cure Bowl, the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl, 13-9 the final. Good hard-hitting, low-scoring defensive battle coach in a rainstorm. you got to love, love that. Love it. Their last eight bowl games, their last eight bowl games, App State is 7-1. and one. That's pretty good. I would say. So uh, kudos to the Mountaineers. They get a game ball. Christian, what do you got? I was going to give a game ball to Daniel Gafford, who yesterday had 26 points and 17 rebounds, two wow. blocks. I heard he had your best? Uh, I'm not sure if it is or not. It's probably close what? to it. Where's um, Daniel son these days? He's, he's with the Wizards, Wizards still. I'm sorry. I have not paid attention to Wizards hoops this year. My bad. Yeah, there's no reason to. I, I love that. Good for him. Um, he'd be a nice trade piece for somebody that's trying to contend. <clears throat> Thunder. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a jockstrap to the Falcons, who had a chance to kind of take control of the NFC South, oh. but went oh. to the worst team in football and lost. Oh. Nine to seven. Oh, that was awful for them. So bad. And so great for me. Thank you very much. Ready for a break? Yep. Is that uh, what I think that is? Mitchell? 
Yeah. One of the Mitchell Twins, that would be Mikel. Mikel is going to uh, play for the first time tonight for the Little Rock Trojans as they take on Murray State at the Jack Stevenson. It's just the Wild Wild West. Yeah, when I saw Menafield got cleared, I'm like, well, Mitchell's got to be coming up next. He was actually cleared earlier, but they weren't sure if there was going to be any repercussions because of the court order, if they could still get in trouble. So they didn't, uh, the the administration didn't clear him for that game last week. But now that the NCAAs came out and said that there's no punishment for this temporary restraining order, it's a, it's a com- lot of confusion. But anyway, he's playing tonight. Jack Stevenson, 630, Murray State, Little Rock. we got to hit a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Nate Wallace, the GAC Defensive Player of the Year, first team All-American from Bryant, Arkansas. Man is used to winning. Uh, rings galore. Just uh, put it with all the other ones, you know. Uh, but we had a quick break and come back, and we'll do that and talk a little more with Coach Simmons, too. If you need tires, don't forget about our friends at Big O Tires. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway. A lot of people will be taking some trips over the Christmas holidays. Got to have a good set of tires. And right now it's buy three, fourth tire, absolutely free. It's not a rebate. It's not some coupon you have to mail in. It's right there at the store. Buy three, fourth tire, absolutely free. Great selection of tires. All the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. And they do more than just tires. They'll work on your vehicle. So if you need a little work done, swing on by Big O Tires, Cabot and Conway. Conway, they're on Hark Rider and Cabot. It's Prospect Court right in front of Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. You run over there without a second to lose. And what comes next? Hey, bust move. Was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales of it at Kris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundais, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Kris Kreme Hyundai. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Hey, it's Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Refinancing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Last-minute shopping? Ulta Beauty has everything I need for everyone on my list. Ready-to-gift fragrance kits from YSL and Valentino. And the hottest gift sets from MAC, Tarte, and Lancome. Plus, everyone loves an Ulta Beauty gift card. Shop last-minute gifts that will bring joy to everyone on your list. Hurry in-store or place your online pickup order today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope, and they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. Start learning a new language today. Go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner, home of Real Country Cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our cheeseburgers and sweet tea. Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch, Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier Diner in Little Rock. Take the baseline exit off of I-30 across the interstate from Home Depot, where you come as guests and leave as family. Listen for Champ and Chumps Fridays during the Zone. Brought to you by Rowdy Hog Pickleball, the only dedicated pickleball store in the state. Located in the outlets of Woodrock next to H&M. Rowdy Hog Pickleball, your one-stop shop to pickleball success. For me, the sun rises and sets for the Zone. Yeah. Yeah. We know how you feel. Don't worry. The Zone with Justin Agri and Wes Moore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. 
Searcy, Arkansas at 11.50, and we are joined by Paul Simmons. And we are also joined by the GAC Defensive Player of the Year, Nate Wallace, Bryant native, who, uh, boy, talk about putting a little icing on the cake. That's a way to finish a career off, huh? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Was it fun? You know, I look over at Coach, and I'm watching this, uh, watching the broadcast, and they interview him after the first quarter, and he is giggling like a schoolgirl. I mean, he's just having the time of his life. Were you having fun, or was it stressful? No, I was having fun. I mean, we we love the tough games. So, you know, once once we get in the playoffs, that's what we look for is just the ground and pound and then, you know, a little bit of who's going to win. But, you know, at the end of the day, we know we're going to win because we just got the guys and the people behind us. So. Yeah. Coach, you know, we you haven't really said it specifically, but you got winning pedigree. I mean, you got guys who are used to championships, right? I mean, high school championships at Bryant, right, for you. Yeah. And we just talked to a young man who was part of an Alabama program that, you know, was part of a national championship run there, too. Do you look for that, for a guy that uh, is part of a winning program, or is that not a, a, an important factor no, for you? No, that, that, that is a huge factor for us because, um, you, you know, we, we want to have guys that expect to be practicing on Thanksgiving Day. Well, you know, when you when you come from a Bryant-type program where they're playing 15, 16 straight weeks, that's that's the expectation. You know, uh, it, it's amazing the times we've had some guys here that, that did not come from winning programs and they act like they're shocked when it's week 13 and we're still practicing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a giant believer in the power of expectations. We talk about it all the time. Um, and, and, you know, it's just... Uh, it's so amazing how powerful it is when you have this expectation. This is what we're going to do. They already know ahead of time. Uh, but, yeah, we, we love to uh, recruit guys that come from the right kind of programs and, and also recruit guys that, that that come from special coaches like Buck, you know, a guy that's a, a winner and, is, and, and embraces work ethic and embraces a warrior spirit. Yeah, that matters to us a great deal. Nate, how was winning this national championship different from winning a state championship? I was on the national stage, but uh, um, I guess just the journey. Um, You know, in high school, it's just like one game after another. It was fun, and uh, there wasn't much, you know, a relationship built as as there was here. Um, Man, it, it, it was amazing, you know, winning a national championship, but I think in the coming years, days, you know, I think about, you know, you know, uh, week one, and then I think about week thirteen, and then just being here, grinding it out. Everybody's bump got bumps and bruises, but we're just laughing about it and you know enjoying it. It's never about you know what the end uh, end result's going to be, but just about you know just being with our guys just one more week. So just the relationships I built just makes you know it all much sweeter. Did the did the experience live up to the expectation for you in the championship game? Oh yeah, I mean. It's just so uh, it's so fun to be out there, and then uh, just have all your guys just making plays and just having fun, and then looking into the stands and just seeing your whole community, and then uh, along with that, the old Bison's just being there, and you know they're shedding tears because you know everybody just rides behind us, and you know there's a culture here that just brings everybody together, and there's no way to you know break us apart. So uh, the experience was insane. How old were you the first time you played organized football? Uh. I, I think I started playing when I was uh, 12 years old, and uh, the first practice I cried. Uh, I was going against, I was in Little Rock playing uh, in Little Rock League, and uh, there was like a 13-year-old, and he was built like he was 18, and uh, we were doing the Oklahoma drill, mm. and I was scared to death, and uh, I started crying, and I turned away, and my dad said, get back in there, and then I hit the guy, and they started calling me Rhino, so. <laughs> did you uh, did you cry after your last game? I did not, no, I, I mean... Um, I was just trying to... That would have been a great story, though, man. Just see you with it there. <laughs> cried after my first practice, cried after my last game. No, man, it was just too much uh, too much enjoyment. I don't know. I, there's no tears because uh, I just know nothing really ended except football, and uh, the relationships I've built here are going to last forever. No doubt. You know, I was talking to Coach. He was lamenting the fact you guys didn't get a team picture. I mean, there was no, like, work. So it was like a free-for-all afterwards. What were you doing in the immediate aftermath of the game? 
Uh, I was trying not to get stampled on. I mean, <laughs> everybody just jumped up, and, you know, uh, the whole community. I mean, it's a one-time thing. I mean, not a one-time thing, but the first time ever. Right. So it was just, uh, it was awesome. But, yeah, there was no picture. And I thought about that, too, walking into the field house. I was like, we don't have any a picture for the, with the whole guys. But um, still, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, it was, I mean, that that is what's so crazy. We We have never even been together as a team since the game ended you know as the, in the fourth quarter over and over and over again over the loudspeakers if you if you jump the wall you're going to be prosecuted no one on the field <laughs> no one on the field and then when the, the when the final bell sounded i looked and they were pouring over the wall all of these christian rule followers were i mean it was unbelievable it was the greatest moment ever but we never did reassemble I mean, we, we have not been together as a team. There was no team picture. We weren't together in the locker room. It was just beautiful chaos. I mean, I, I Where did everybody go after the game was over? Like, well, how did you guys not meet up in the locker room? Did you guys go, like, get get your like put your clothes on and stuff? I think uh, some guys went in there early to come back out, and some guys were just enjoying it, sitting on the field at the same time, and then, you know, we just crossed paths and never, you know, really got to connect. It was There was no team bus? Everybody kind of travel on their own? No, there was a team bus, and then some people got on the bus, some people got with their families. It was just a, a, a whole deal, but it was, it, like he said, beautiful chaos. Yeah. You know, there's a team bus, but, you know, the, the semester's over. Right. So, so many of our guys, I mean, we're like Beverly Hillbillies. I mean, a bunch of our guys <laughs> drove their car to the game. I'm, I'm not kidding. Because when the, when the game ended, that's it. The semester's over. Yeah. And so, you know, there's no point in driving back from Dallas uh, up to. So, you know, literally when the game ended, I got in the minivan with my wife and three kids, went to Waterburger. I mean, uh, yeah, and I, but I do. I mean, I, I I regret so much that we don't we don't have a team picture of the the national champions. I mean, how could that even be, Nate? Yeah. How could that be? Man, um, you got a really good three and a half hour video though. Man, we so do. that. Yeah. Did you were you surprised by how dominant you guys were? I mean, I know you obviously believed you could win. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised how dominant you guys were against their offense? Um I'll say we were I was a little surprised. I think um we thought it was going to be uh, a battle, you know, being in the National State Championship game, but as soon as uh you know, I saw that first drive and our offense went crazy, I was like I was like, "Oh yeah, they're in for a world of trouble because uh once our guys get going, you know, it's hard to catch them." And then uh on D-line, you know, like we've been saying all year, you know, if we can lean on the offense, you know, and the offense can lean on us, then I don't think anybody can stop us. So I think that's just how it went. Yeah, we're talking to Nate Wallace. If you're just tuning in, and, you know, we were talking, we got fired up. I mean, I think the, the fourth and one stop, I was like, uh-oh, these dudes are in trouble now because it felt like it was going to be a back-and-forth game. And when you got that stop, I was like, you guys are in big trouble now. You may not see the ball again for an hour. Man. <laughs> Man, I, I was, uh, all of us, we were like – sitting there on the bench after that fourth and one stop and we're just like did they turn on the tape you know uh we done fourth and one stops uh, that's something we just believe in we believe in you know if we can stop them when they think it's a, a a sure thing then it's like we're putting a dagger in the heart yeah so you know especially with the run you know we love the run we yeah. love you know the trenches so i just think all of us guys were just we love that I, it's like they said on the silence okay what's the slowest developing run play we got in our book <laughs> let's run that one see if that works didn't work Anyway, we got to hit the top of the hour. Nate, congratulations. Thanks for coming by. Good luck in the future. Thank you. Yeah. Going to hang around Cersei for a while, sounds like? Just a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, congrats. Get uh, get your rings together. You need to get some pictures with your, with your ring from college and high school. That's pretty Commercial awesome. Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available, providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differential.